You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober, she's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him, it's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. Bonnie McFarland and Rich Voss. Obviously, I'm Bonnie. We've been married. This is our 14th and final year. Uh, <laughs> we feel... No, um, she said that 12 years and she lied. I, um, I keep, every year, I just keep um, saying. Um, this is the last year I'm doing it. <laughs> so you look at me. I can do better. Um, <laughs> the reason we are together is not because of your sexual prowess, although that's... Fantastic. You, you gotta admit, on, the, on at least an eight. Inches? No, I mean, on a lunch time scale. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it. <laughs> um, now, he's, he's, when you take the blue pill. Oh, uh, that's funny. I have to take a blue pill. Who do I win? He's telling me he gets a discount because of my face. Uh, <laughs> He showed the pharmacist a picture of my face. Okay. And he got a discount. So. <laughs> He's like looking at my face when we do it. No, no. I just go from behind and say, don't turn around. Uh, it's a very, the blue pill is, it's Viagra for those of you who are still getting hard on your own. Uh, this whole audience, okay, well, maybe, maybe not him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what? You're just calling people how, out. How hey, old guy up at the front. Uh, how long have you two been married? 20 years. 20 years. 20 years. You're in sex. Have you ever gone wild and wear each other's glasses? Do you ever do that? Just to kind of switch it up, you know what I mean? 20 years. And what, what kept you two together for 20 years? Go. Go. It's a family feud. Go. He gets her. What's that? <laughs> you married because she's what? A genius. A genius. Genius. Wow. So you're putting a lot of emphasis on yourself, saying he's a genius to marry me. Basically, this is about you, right? If you think about it, because if he was an idiot to marry you, you'd go, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Um, you two guys, are you two guys together? 20 years. Get out of here. 20 years. What a, what a great life being gay. Well, one, you, you can hit your spouse. They like a spousal hit joke, but I didn't. I think just because you moved it over to a gay couple, it's going to be all right. Uh, so we're going to cut that out. Uh, <laughs> pretend that never happened. Everybody phones me. Do, do you have a boyfriend like this? 
You don't have a boyfriend? Very excited. What's your name? Okay, how's your credit? <laughs> Wait, what's your name? Christina. 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 So Christina, when you're looking for a guy, what is the what is your top three, let's say, uh, characteristics you're looking for? You don't know, that's why you don't have a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Sex and humor. That's what women always say. The number one thing is, unless they're ugly, right? And the ugliness. Yeah. Those two things they they cancel each other out. <laughs> If you're attractive, you don't need a personality? No. But listen, the truth is... But then, look, he was attractive at one point. You know what I mean? He had a little big picture. And, and the thing is, after a while, you, you kind of get bored with, you know, who you... And if they don't make you laugh, you don't have to play... Oh, wait, he's like, 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 Is it Anyhow, I just wasn't ready for marriage. But Barney, who is one of the funniest people alive, and he, I'm telling you, it hurt. What about the dead people? <laughs> and, well, I, I, you can bear with that when it comes to sex. But <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> It's on you guys, so some fucking energy, pump it up, we're gonna have a great, and we have great comics here too, and great judges. This is gonna be a lot of fun, and try to put up the fun. And our, our judges are top of the line, very great, some of the funniest people ever. Uh, our first judges are Conan and Colbert. Uh, please welcome the very funny Carmen Lynch. Carmen Lynch. Oh, look at that. 
Do I get a hug? What happened the last time we talked to each other? I should have worked. Carmen has social anxiety disorder. She doesn't. Carmen, you're my second best friend. Still my hug idea. So we're one of the judges is not here yet. So Rich, uh, I think I think you want to get. I I I we've never. Christina, is that your name again? Will you be a judge and somebody? She loves comedy. Do I get a hug? Uh, I guess. Christina's my third best friend. That's not a lie. Are you me tooing over there? Jesus. Oh. Right here. And our last judge, I just met him upstairs, and he seems catty as hell. He's, he's from Austin. He's a local comedian here. Uh, the New York Times once called him the gay comic. Please welcome Ralph Hardesty. Hey, Ralph. Bring in some Texas flavor. Bring it in. All right, let's get into it. I don't know if he's gay, but his left hand definitely is. Okay. He walked up like this. Jesus. That's not like offensive, it just like doesn't make sense. Um, oh, okay, you wanted to introduce. Oh, is this our first act? This is our first act. Uh, uh, first of all, first act, here's a real quick personal story. I worked for this man 33 years ago, and I was, I was still getting high then. Uh, and now I'm, I'm 33 years sober, but I worked with him like 33. And, and I was so coked up, but I'm watching this guy, and to me, he was the funniest man alive, hands down. One of the greatest comics. I look up to him, I go, I'll never be this funny as long as I live, but I'll be a better coke guy. Uh, and it was a pleasure, and just to see him now and know that he's on a show, it's, it's a dream come true. Uh, he, he was a writer for The Simpsons forever. A big hand for Dan Gould. Oh, yeah. He suddenly thought, I'm going to stop having fun. <laughs> uh, tw 12 years together, is that, is this on? Yeah. No. Is this on? Is this on? Uh, no. Here, give me your mic. Hello? Okay. This is the only thing in nature of a small button that you press and it has a large effect on um, uh, Well, you know, it's so funny, you married for 12? 14, 14, 14, 14, I, uh, I lost my wedding ring in a, uh, a divorce. <laughs> it is so funny because when I, after I, did, I was, we were together for, uh, uh, God, 15 years, 16 years? Uh, and then when I got divorced, I had nothing. Because we've been together for so long, you know? I had no game. I didn't even know there was a league anymore. I wasn't on any apps. You know how I met people? I just walked up to people <laughs> and I met them. That's how a dog meets people. 
And I was just trained as a husband. You know, that's all I knew how to do. I was just going to women in bars. Hi, uh, sorry, I saw you sitting there by yourself. I know we just met. But I thought you might have a long list of chores and errands. It's going to be a beautiful day tomorrow. I thought I could get my convertible, come by your place, maybe, you know, drive your mom to Target. <laughs> and then when I get back, you're going to be pissed off at me because I didn't realize something you thought. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, though. I am sick and tired of hearing this great country run down. And I hear it a lot, because I'm in ISIS. <laughs> and I go to those meetings, boy. <laughs> That's my opener. I come up, you think I'm saying this, and then I come up from underneath. I pull the rug out. And opening jokes are important because it sets the tone for the show. And what I'm saying is you can't trust me. But a lot of my opening jokes I can't even do anymore because of the way comedy has evolved in the past couple of years. Sensitivities has increased. I used to say, I had a pretty weird day today. My girlfriend's dentist found a lump in her breast. <laughs> no! No laughing! Not funny! I had a little in West Hollywood, California, which is a pretty liberal city, but it's very hypocritical in what it chooses to be liberal about. You can drive down the street in West Hollywood, see a guy in lipstick and high heels, wearing a fur coat, jacking off into a mailbox. <laughs> People giving him a hard time, that better not be real fur. <laughs> no, wrong. That's kick shaming. If he wants to jizz on your value pack, that's his deal. <laughs> People get so strident when they're offended, they announce it like they get a prize. Well, that offended me. I'd like to wear a grill and I'll take the rest of it and just a dinner. <laughs> I was at the dinner at a restaurant, not to brag. No trays. Plate service. And I made the mistake of mentioning that I was not vegetarian. And this guy leapt on me like I was an escaped salad. <laughs> oh, oh, so you'll eat a steak? Yes. Oh, but you wouldn't want to watch them murder the cow. Nailed it. <laughs> I love my brother. I don't want to watch my parents fuck. <laughs> You don't have to drag everything back to the point where it's awful. <laughs> everything you've ever loved can be traced to old people fucking. <laughs> Unless you love the Beatles, then it's eight old people fucking <laughs> during an air raid. <laughs> Here's, I, I haven't seen the light, but I know I'm up, so this will be my last. So wherever the light is, it's not visible to the company. <laughs> I don't think we set one of those up. Yeah. I think there's somebody with a bit. There's somebody with a bit in modern, in modern market across the street. 
local reference. To inculcate myself with the crowd. Okay, here's my final joke. You know I'm a comedian, a professional comedian. And people come up to me a lot and they say, Amy, you're, you're a professional comedian. What would you do with a time machine? Well, I think the answer is obvious. I would go back in time and I would get little, soft, pink, cuddly, baby Hitler. And I would use him as a club to beat baby Charles Manson to death. <laughs> in the moment. <laughs> you get a crowd. You just have to, it's all right. These are very evil babies. I'm from the future. It's fine, I'm from the future. Thank you very much. I do, but I also like how he's he's acting on stage. I like that. <laughs> oh, that that shows you a lot about what's to come. <laughs> I like him angry, a little passionate. Uh, can't see lights. I don't know. Which one. <laughs> angry, angry, passionate, no eye contact. Yeah, uh, he's uh, divorced. I like failure. So yeah. <laughs> I don't like this is wrapping up pretty good for you. I don't I don't like him with hope. So yeah. <laughs> Right in the very beginning, Clint, yes, joke. 
But it, it leads me to believe that you're probably at least mostly a top, and I am not a bottom. I'm a top, and so I don't think that it would be. It would be like Bull of the Gargantulas. You understand, right? You've been in that position before. I don't know. But yeah, that, and also, I, I have to take everything back to when it was awful, so that's probably why. <laughs> yeah. So, what is one? Why is
I'm really, uh, and I just want to point out I will be a bottom. I've never been uh, a man. I feel like I want to go the whole hog and have the real experience. So, uh, I'm in. I'm in it to win it. Um, uh, I, uh, I, and I'm clean. I recently went and got uh, tested for uh, STDs, so that's cool. No, it's awesome. Thank you. What a low bar we've set. I'm here to just be like, I went somewhere to see if I'm dying from uh, my penis, and I'm not. So that's good. So thank you so much for supporting that. It's really, if you ain't high. Um, I was in the waiting room of a, I went to a shady STD clinic. I don't really know why. It just felt right. And I was in the waiting room, and my mind started to wander. And it dawned on me that, isn't it crazy that the only person on record to have ever actually like beaten AIDS has a name like Magic Johnson? That's pretty bananas, gang. Um, just think of the chronology of that for a second, because basically his name was Magic Johnson. That was established. Then he got AIDS, then he beat it. So it's a little bit like a Nostradamus quatrain, in my opinion. I don't know what we were so worried about. You know, to me, I was a kid when it happened, so I was upset, you know? But I don't know what we were so worried about. Magic Johnson, he'll be okay. The dude's name literally translates to wizard dick. Pretty sure he's got this. It's topical, too, which I want to point out to everybody. That is new. There is a uh, homeless guy in Los Angeles that I've become a fan of because uh, this is a gentleman who went out and got a debit card swiper that he wears on his belt. Uh, so that's game over for that situation. He can't win there. Uh, you always have a card on you. That's the problem. That you always go out with. It's very rare that you don't. This guy knows that. You know, I used to be used to, like, if I was doing laundry, you could, like, kind of cup your pockets so you don't jingle jangle, like, you know, Scrooge walking down the street. But every time I see him, he's just like, hey, I'm like, oh, I'm out of change. He points that out, I'm like, I'm out of excuses. Do you have the chip? I forget. Do you have the chip? Do I need to swipe? It is the chip. Yeah, I do want a receipt. I feel like the bank might follow up on this one. Like you don't seem accredited. Uh, you're also on rollerblades, so that's not a good at all. Uh, my brother lives in Los Angeles, where I live, thank you. And uh, we recently went and saw the, uh, the double billing of uh, Blue Oyster Cult and Foghat play a show. Yeah, thank you, sir. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Whoever you're with is like, Don, why would you. What are you doing right now? Uh, so you've taken acid, obviously, so we know that now for sure. I'm like, woo, yeah! Don't fear him! Um, but we go see we go see these two bands, and, uh, and when we take our seats, a gentleman in front of us goes, hey, just so you guys know, three out of the four members of Foghat aren't with Foghat on this tour. And we're like, we're not really invested in this experience. <laughs> we're fine. And then right before the show starts, they make an announcement over the loudspeaker that the one guy who was originally in Foghat has been taken ill that evening. And he's not going to make it either. And then they did something baffling. They introduced Foghat. And four 
people who have never been in Foghat before came out on stage and started playing Foghat. Four out of four members were not with the band. My brother and I were like, bullshit, no, what? You don't call this Foghat. This is not Foghat. This is a cover band, man. We did not pay $4.50 total for both of these tickets and two free beers to see a cover band. This is Hogfest. That's what this is. Jesus. Thank you.
uh, from school a couple weeks ago. And he asked me, he goes, Dad, why can't girls play football? Answer that question out of nowhere. And I'm like, well, girls can play football if they want to. But I guess if you mean at a professional or college level and sort of dangerous, you know, they, they can sort of get hurt playing against men. And he's like, what are you talking about? Well, you know, grown men are slightly larger and stronger than grown women. We're equal, but uh, there's a difference there. He goes, no, they're not. And so I'm starting to get a little testy here. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, it's no big deal. And look at me and mom, you know, I'm a little bigger and stronger than she is. And he goes, okay, fine, but what about those sisters who play tennis? And I'm like, you mean Venus and Serena Williams? And she's like, he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. So I started fucking bowed up here. I'm like, okay, they may be better at tennis than I am, but the son, the male body, upper body strength, there's a ratio. So I'm having this weird masculinity freak out face on what my fucking kids say in the car. I'm driving out by the street, man. Listen, son, I will beat the shit out of any woman you name her. The time and place, I will show I will fucking dominate that shit. You understand? Eat your baby. That's probably not what I should have said. There or right now. Uh, but we got about like 84 people running for uh, Democratic Party 2020. Very exciting. Everyone's hating on the other people. People are mad online. I love it. It's my favorite season. Uh, and I'm glad, no, it should be mixed up. I'm tired of the two-party system, I'm tired of that. Because first of all, the, the insults just get boring, going only two directions. Sick of that over the years. The, uh, you know, the left insult, the, you know, the left insults the right, you're a bunch of racist rednecks, the right insults the left. But it goes that way though, I love it because it's, they always insult them for liking good things, that's always their burn. <laughs> you liberals, you're nothing but a bunch of latte sipping, eggs, benedicts, eating, pot smoking assholes. <laughs> I don't care if you're toned, sir, but thanks for replying that I had a great morning. <laughs> Describing your barn. I'm glad they're not running like a famous person like they could do that on the left, just like how Donald Trump is a celebrity that could go the other. I'm glad they're not doing that because there's a lot of Democrats who are famous and popular. George Clooney could run, but he wouldn't win. I don't know if this about George Clooney. A couple years ago, he uh, invested in a tequila company. He didn't do anything for it, just invested money. And then they sold that tequila company off that sale. George Clooney made a billion dollars. So he's already George Clooney on top of these kind of billion. There's a limit to what people are going to connect with in their candidates. Like he get knocked out in the primary debates just so badly. Um, Mr. Clooney, my question for you is this: You're George Clooney. Why do you also wish to be president of the United States? Well, I appreciate you asking that. That's a good question. I guess the answer would be I love America. I care about America. I care about Americans. No, it's hard out there for people. People have it rough, including myself. I don't even believe this. A couple years ago, I accidentally made a billion dollars. <laughs> of course, I thought it was a prank. You know, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Royce, Boot, Gags, Bones, and Sometimes Don Cheadle's involved, but no, it was real. I gotta tell you guys, the tax ramifications from that amount of info, one fiscal year, came for the shitty farm on stage program. Alright, thank you for that. Senator Sanders, a response? Alright, first of all, before I get started, I want to make one thing absolutely clear. I have been a fan of George Clooney since Facts of Life. Oh, I didn't fall in love with him until he, uh, I think the Ocean's Eleven series is so much fun and should be heavily regulated by the federal government. 
I even enjoyed monuments then. <laughs> However, fanboy aside, the American people deserve a commander in chief who is not beholden to the top 1% of extremely good looking accidental billionaires. Thank you very much. Thank you guys. Thank you. You love your son, but here's the deal: when you're trying to get late, like I didn't tell Bonnie I had two older daughters for four you have years. You two older daughters? Like four years into the you know what I mean? Oh, but this, you don't bring up your son until you close the deal. Very well. Oh, right, yeah. Ralph, what do you think? Well, I, I we're both from Austin. I know Mike really, really well. He, yeah, he's very well. Uh, we we work together a lot. Um, he I think is also a top. Uh, I have good. I have good authority. Uh, but, it's a compliment, right? Um, I don't know. It depends. Not really. Okay. Wow. I mean that's extremely homophobic, but okay. I was gonna say yes, but now because of that, it's a big no. no. Oh, 
Well, you live, you learn, right? You live. The only way you learn is learn science. If you're a meth addict, I don't know. This is. I don't even know if this is a joke. It might just be a question. But if you're a meth addict and you still live at home with your parents, I mean, you're probably making a killing from the tooth fairy. Right? You gotta be. Let's get serious for a second. Definitely, your person, the audience loves you. I can see that. 
but I don't know if I could. <laughs> so I'm gonna leave it at that. Oh, that sounds like a no. The, cho- the pants choice is troubling. <laughs> I mean, I do like white guys that are strange. So it could work for me. But think about bringing him around to your family. I couldn't do that. No. <laughs> They're not all of us. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, aww. aww. <laughs> See, yeah, I can't do that. I'm going to have to take care of him. No. No. Two no's for John Gore. Oh, Sorry. Well, you guys can love him all you want. It's okay. I, I'm okay. Let's <laughs> because it's the worst piece of shit you've ever seen. There's a part in it where the band Journey is walking down this alleyway to fight these guys, right? There's five members of Journey. This is the way they're walking to the fight. They're like this. Sometimes we just find you. Sometimes the two of fight. 
after the show. And the guy comes out like, give me your goddamn water right now, motherfucker. Motherfucker. It's a kidding of it. You're going to hand it to him. That's like, he's going to be like, fuck yeah. The journey leg bandit strikes again. I'm 10 for 10. It's a power move. That's what it is. The next time any of y'all want to ask your boss for a raise, walk into his office. Frank, we gotta talk! Get the fuck out of here, Marie Kane. You're like, I'm going for CEO in this one. You know what's funny about journey legs? Not just the fact that I named them. Is that every person in here, all of y'all, you've all walked like that before. Because everybody in here has taken a half shit. You know what I'm talking about if you're confused. You sit down and do a regular one, a little bit comes out, and then the cable guy shows up and you're like, you motherfucker. You son of a bitch, come on in, man. Just say 11.30. What is this between 9 and 12 bullshit? Look at the way I walk you. Is that a catch? I mean, I look like I sell drugs to wizards, but I'm a catch. Plus, I have this voice. I sound like a strip club DJ, there's nothing I can do about it. All right, y'all, put the legs on the main stage. Give it up for cilantro, guys. Go in the back and get your dick mush. Get your dick full on mush. You know what's funny about my voice, though? My mom has the exact same voice. So why don't you have a cool? What is your problem? Get out of my medicine cabinet. Those painkillers are for my fibromyalgia. This is a curse. It's been passed down from generation to generation. And I am so worried. Because I don't know like, about the other guys, but I actually want to have a kid. I want to get married. I want to have a kid. And I am so worried that me passing this voice down to my child is just going to ruin all the tender moments. Like, I'm so proud of you, son. You graduated high school. Thank you, Dad, for working with me through all my learning disabilities that I got because you snorted cat tranquilizer at raves in the late 90s. Yes, that's my bad. Uh, let's go get ice cream. Have you seen your sister? I'm right here, Dad. Why don't you love me? All I want is your love. Oh, yeah, thanks so much. Yeah. Woo, that's scary. That is a scary set over here. Yeah. Very physical. Marina, what do you think? Go oh, to me right away. <laughs> you know what? Because this is called Would You Bang Him? And that leg move made me think constantly about what you would be like banging me. <laughs> and then I thought, I just kept going, I'd be constantly going, close your legs, close your legs. <laughs> no, 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 too much movement. So, uh, but funny, I, I love all the stuff I do, and I, 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 I like your vulnerable. <laughs> this has nothing to do with your act. You know that, right? I, I'm very It's vulnerable. all about being. I like being honest. I'm at a good point in my life where it's like, 
Like, this is the best version of me I've ever put out before. This, this is Dr. Phil. Well, I'm... Oh, I just feel the saddest thing I've ever heard. I know. Dude, I was a fucking mess when you guys first met me. I know, I mean, the first night you were at 6 o'clock tonight. <laughs> you guys are interrupting my day. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Marina. I, I'm going to say yes because I just... I like you. There's yes. something that's like, I, I can fix you. <laughs> I guess. Yes, baby, yeah. Maria sees potential of those legs. <laughs> One yes. Christina. What do you, what, what do we, what do we have from you to do? <laughs> so now I'm looking for a husband. I'm also looking for a baby daddy. So, Journey fan. Um, it, it, is, it is very uh, triggering for me personally. But um, when, we started, when you started joining your strut, it took me right back to jazz choir. And, and I, and sorry, I would never ask you to close your legs. It's a Jam. She forgot the words to creep, and then I pulled like a Jackson Maine from A Star Is Born and just looked right in her eyes and we sang together. It's, it's I, thought, I know you're married, but for a minute I was like, I can't even look at you right now. Oh my god, If you go on my IG, you'll see it. It's a great thing. It was one of the most beautiful I saw it. I saw it on your Instagram. Um, I thought you guys were already married. I know. I'm, I'm the only reason I'm going to say no is because I can't handle um, the, the passion. <laughs> I can't handle the love. I can't handle the realness. Oh I'm not ready for it. She needs somebody a little more fake. Yeah, it's too real. Yeah, it's fine. You, but did you also say no to John Door? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So somebody in between. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what you're looking for exactly, man. Alright, come on. Just, it's a yes. Oh, you see that shit? Oh, you see that? I can't say no to you. Pardon? Alright, stop making out. He's mine. Okay. I like your Robert look. You're really good at singing and all that. I saw you last night. I like your quads. They're strong. Thank you. Let's go back to you again one more time. You want me to chase her? Yeah, no, no, no. What's he saying, 
foot goes back, which signals to that guy, hey, get over there, we don't have much time. Right, so it's here, it's there, hey, get over there, we don't have much time. It's you keep an eye on him, because he's gonna tackle you at some point. So it's here, it's there, hey, get over there, we don't have much time. You keep an eye on him, because he's gonna tackle you at some point. And then you gotta yell a city. Ottawa! Santa Fe! Time out, guys, get over here. We talked about this, I wrote everything down on my forearm. <laughs> And then uh, when the play is in motion, the quarterback will always get tackled uh, from behind. Right? <laughs> he never knows he's going to get tackled, right? He's like, oh, damn it, I'm going to get tackled. <laughs> so you set all of that to a soundtrack, and that is acting. Uh, <laughs> allow me to demonstrate. If I could just get a little music in the back here. Keep this, keep this roll going, Carmen. What do you think? 
Um, very nice in the back as well. Uh, yeah. uh, born in the USA, but